0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Thursday. Uh, we just wrapped up. It was another scorcher. It's 91 degrees right now. Uh, it was 90 at about 10 o'clock this morning. It is now 2.40, and I'm I'm done. I'm done for the day. Uh, I uh, was able to get a, quite a few repairs done today, little, little things and a little bit not, some of them weren't even really repairs. They're more just like stop by and show the customer how to use their own pool. Um, but it's those little touches that I think um, really help you grow. Uh, you know, just making sure your customers are, are super, super satisfied when, when it's within reason. Um, yeah, did that uh, and kind of worked on a couple billing things. And then we started up one of the two new customers we picked up yesterday. So uh, what I call a new customer startup, it's really like uh, our kind of service prep. Uh, we, we do any kind of green to clean treatment we need. We clean out the filters, we fix up any kind of uh, uh, major issues that would prevent us from uh, being able to safely service a pool on a weekly basis. Uh, today was a big, uh, kind of much more green to clean focused uh, cleanup. And man, I messed up, man. I, I did not wear my cartridge filter mask while bombing this pool with insane amounts of shock and uh, liquid chlorine and I do not feel good at all I must have been huffing those vapors because I feel real real gross and more importantly I feel dumb for not forcing my team members to wear their masks Um, so we all were just sort of out there huffing that stuff together and they both said they also were not feeling super great from that so uh I uh, I asked them to hold me accountable and I will start holding them accountable we all need to start wearing our masks more um that was du- that was real dumb on my part uh but you know you live and you learn it's not I don't think it's the end of the world I don't think I'm going to die from it but I'm probably in for a pretty brutal headache later um <clears throat> anyway Super uh, satisfied customer. We got that pool looking as good as we could. Um, you know the filter cartridges are going to you know take care of the rest, and then uh, we're going to get new cartridges into that pool. So we cleaned out the the cartridges, got some uh, space in there for some more gunk, and we're going to get some new cartridges in there. The you know once those kind of fill up again, we'll get some new cartridges in there, and we should be good to go. Because believe it or not, despite all of the algae that was in there. Um, the chems were actually reading relatively good. Um, and one of the biggest issues I run into with new pools here uh, in Northern California where I'm at uh, is almost always the the previous pool company uh, overdid it with tabs and the cyanuric acid is just through the roof. Um, that's like my number one issue when I pick up a new pool is, uh, is high cyanuric acid. But this one was fine. The calcium levels were good. The alkalinity was a touch low, but not nothing crazy it was probably like 50 parts per million um, and then the 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 cyanuric acid was actually all the way down in like 40 ppm so um we're actually kind of off to the races really at this point we just get the ph in line and and uh, uh get the chlorine in line and, and we're good to go um I, we did use a little bit of algaecide just to kind of jump start it um but that's that's kind of how i do it i just want these things to look good right away uh, and, and then kind of dial it into perfection uh, over the next week or two um, of service. So, um, yeah, we finished that, and now I get to go home. But, man, I, I guess what I'm doing about, you know, when I talk to you about this is I'm just kind of, uh, I don't know, it feels good. I, it's been a while since I picked up a new customer. You know, when my when my third employee quit uh, two weeks ago, I go, wow, I guess three almost three weeks ago now, um, you know, I just kind of, came to a grinding halt we were picking up three customers a week on average uh, when he quit and then it all and then well not when he quit because I was kind of hunting down a route and I kind of shut down uh, the the sort of new customer acquisition from uh advertising um, just because I was focusing on getting this this route deal that fell through um so it's actually been like about a month since I've picked up a new customer and, you know, I just remember a month ago, I was just trying so hard to get to that 200 customer mark. I didn't want to raise rates uh, before I got to the, the 200 customer mark. But, you know, I knew I needed to, but I just wanted to hit the 200 customer mark uh, just because. Uh, just for the kind of feather in the cap thing. Uh, feather in the cap type type thing, I guess. Um, yeah, I just said the same thing twice. It's the podcast kind of day. All right. So... Um, Yeah, so, you know, it's been a while since I've kind of had some real kind of growth that I've gotten on my own. And yesterday we picked up two customers. Now, granted, I've also been just not answering my phone. So it's not like I couldn't grow. But I just, honestly, I needed a little bit of a mental break. I needed to clean up my book of business as it is. I needed to kind of cut some, you know, trim some fat. We actually uh, uh, dropped a customer yesterday for bad behavior. And, uh, you know, she immediately was like, I'm sorry. But then within her apologies, she was still kind of trying to pit it on me. And, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then she kind of got, you know, a little personal. uh, Kind of came at me with some personal attacks. So I just let her know, like, hey, you, you don't pay me enough you want me to do your pool, I can, but this is, these are gonna be, this is basically how it's going to be when we move forward. And your new rate is this also. And she didn't respond. So she's gone. Um, you know, I highly doubt that, that that works out. And frankly, for the best, because if you cannot treat me or my crew with respect, you don't deserve our service. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's been a while since I've been growing and, and it feels good. It feels kind of, it kind of feels really good to get back on that kind of growth that growth train, you know, like get get these customers coming in. Um, I'm probably going to turn advertising back on because I don't have any real solid leads for a real solid route. I am still, um, you know, I still have my feelers out there. I absolutely still want to try to acquire about a hundred pool route or a uh, hundred pools um, through route acquisition before the end of the year. That is still 100% the game plan. Um, but until I have a solid lead uh, to chase down, the only growth, the only method of growth that I have really available to me right now is to just grow. Uh, pound the payment, you know do my sales appointments and do my advertising and, and get my name out there as best I can, and just pick up as many customers as possible within the areas that we have. And, uh, but it feels good. It feels really good to get back onto this. It feels like we're back to making forward progress versus, you know, recently, although it's been nice to kind of just take a step back, take a breather, focus on what, you know, on, on cleaning some things up, focusing on getting our pricing right. All, all those kind of like getting rid of some customers that just don't belong, um, or, or you know, are too much of a headache or don't fit or don't want to pay or have issues with paying like we've been cleaning things up and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's paying off, and it, it, or it's it's paid off. Like I feel very much so like how I felt when I did my first initial very large price raise from um, basically after the first year and some change of operating. I didn't raise rates at all, and then I raised them up like forty percent across the board because I my margins were so slim and I was working so hard and I didn't have any help. I didn't have any employees. Nobody was applying. This was like back at the worst in like the peak pandemic, man, like peak labor shortage, peak, pan- like nobody wants to go outside. Nobody, no, everyone's afraid to, to go to work and, and things like that. So, um, you know, I raised the rates uh, to the point where I was just like, yeah, 40% raise. That sounds good because I don't care. I have too many. I was working round the clock. I tore up both of my shoulders. And so every day was just excruciating. So I raised the rate. And after I did that, It's hard to express, and I know you're not really supposed to get emotional with business, but it's really hard to express how good it felt to have such a strong and healthy business. Um, My book of business was paying me more than I had ever seen before. Um, I mean, overnight, we effectively increased our revenue by probably 35%. Um, Our profit margin went through the roof. Uh, I could afford, uh, you know, before I was hiring somebody and I could barely afford it. um, Then I, you know, after I did the price raise, I could totally afford it. And and it's very similar. Like what I just, what we've just kind of gone through this metamorphosis over the last month has kind of been more or less a very similar feeling. Um, You know, now I'm looking at our book of business. We're making um, close to $3,000 more per month than we were a month ago uh, coming, coming up in June. Um, and I, and I do know that we're still going to lose a couple for June. Cause what, what inevitably happens is you send out these price raise notices. Um, I just email them and then I, you know, I know some people email and they send it in the, in the mail, but honestly it's 2022. Just give me your email. Um, you know, I look at your email. So, uh, but I, I email this out and most people get it. Maybe one or two people will drop. That's what happened at least. And then, you know, come June when the actual new price, uh, um, Prices go out when the new, uh, uh, I guess, yeah, fees for our, our customers, our new the new cost to our customer goes out. I'll get a couple more who are like, no, heck no, I'm not paying you more. Um, but I don't think it's going to be that bad this year. I, I really don't. Um, it actually has never really been bad, which I hope is a good sign. I, I feel like that means we're doing something right because whenever I raise rates, I, I almost always, it's very rare that I, you know, I lose a lot. I I don't think I've ever lost more than. You know, three people per hundred. So three, 3%, maybe I don't even think I lost that money. I don't think I've ever lost that many. I think, and even now we have two, 200 customers, just under 200 customers. I only lost from the price increase so far, one person. So 0.5%. And then I dropped a couple of people because I just don't want to do their pool anymore. They, they never want to fix anything. They always complain, you know, they don't pay enough because they came in as a cheap, Customer from a route ac- route acquisition, and you know, there like one person today called in and like pretended like he didn't see the notice, and and then he got all like, oh, that's really brutal. Um, you know, I just dropped him. Uh, we did lose somebody, so it would be hard for me to do that pool. But you know, um, when we first started doing his pool, he was incredibly rude to me, and then he was incredibly rude to my wife. Um, he degraded my wife over the phone. He, he kind of degraded, me, maybe is not the right word, but he, he kind of got a little aggressive with her over the phone um, the first time. And then, yeah, so it's like, you know, going through my book of business right now and, and with right now being the time to kind of trim the fat, who do you think I'm going to go and cut, dude? Like, do you think I'm going to be all sympathetic to you? Uh, you know, I gave him about 20 days' notice. I, you know, he's like, I can't find somebody in 20 days. And it's like, well, yes, you can. <laughs> And also, if you can't, it's your pool, dude. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help you. We don't want to do your pool anymore. So, you know, trim that up. And it's just looking real healthy again. And it feels good to, you know, this is the power of knowing your numbers. And maybe that's kind of the takeaway is, is... that's not really the takeaway, but you know, I, I know my numbers very well. I, uh, you know, last year at some point I realized that I'm just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I don't really know my numbers. And I worked with my bookkeeper slash accountant slash tax person. And I asked her to build me a a, a spreadsheet more or less where I can just sort of plug and play my expenses. And she did that. And then over time I've kind of added to it. Um, but I know my numbers, you know, super well. And Um, it's it's a real especially with this business when it's you know recurring revenue um, is the model or is the, the the payment whatever the revenue model is recurring revenue um you know, it's it's so helpful to know exactly how much you're making on a regular basis. Um, and I don't even really, uh, the way that I, you know, track my numbers, model things, it's all 100% based off of recurring revenue. Everything I get from a repair perspective, I account for it for taxes, but I never model it in, ever. I have a rough idea. And look at that. Love to see it. You just love to see it. Uh, i don't have any idea where i was it's been a little while um, i know to you it probably was a split second um, but i uh, had to put this down for about uh, 15 20 minutes uh, because i got another lead call in right in one of the areas we're servicing perfect timing i gave them the ballpark pricing they didn't even flinch so it sounds like it's on and it was one of those ones and i don't want to i don't want to get my hopes up i never try to say this ahead of time but been doing it long enough to know sometimes when you hear it you you just kind of hear over the phone that you you kind of you're the right guy for them and they think you're the right guy for them and and you know they sound like a good it just it kind of sounds good I don't want to I don't you know no guarantees but it just sounds like it's going to work out um we'll see but um just like that I mean it just feels good to be making that forward progress again I mean the, the two pools that I picked up uh, today and uh, or yesterday, that we started one today, we're starting the other one tomorrow. That got us to uh, 195. And uh, if I get this one, that'll get us 196. We'll be four pools away from the 200 marker, and we raised the rate. So, and we've got that business right where we want it to be. So, boom, it feels good. It feels it feels good to be back um, to growth. It feels to be good, good to be back to focusing on what I need to focus on to get this business to where I want it to be, which is, you know, mega, mega big, fully self-sufficient, can operate, you know, without me. Um, and the only way I get there is to get really big as fast as I can. Um, you know, you don't want to skip steps. You don't want to skip in growth, you know there are there are definitely ways where you can skip steps and and you know dig yourself management debt um, or just sort of debt, not like. Uh, financial debt but yeah management debt is one way i've heard it been put or you know when you're a software engineer you call it technical debt you you write the code super fast and super sloppy just to get it out the door uh but then you have to basically uh rebuild it at some point because it fails at scale it breaks down at scale um it doesn't fully work it doesn't do everything it needs to do and and it's not efficient so there's definitely there's a similar idea um in business is you know as i'm growing this company if i were to go faster and skip steps um and not focus on the quality um you know i could really or, or like hire someone and not like not train them all the way and then they do a crappy job and then eventually they you know get a lot of customer complaints we could start making the wrong like progress in the opposite direction and that would suck so um i you know you do want to be careful but you know i work i work hard and i work fast man i i want to grow as fast as i can i want to grow as big as i can i work really really hard so i'm not worried about that too much because at the end of the day like I, even with 200 pools like push comes to shove i'll go out and i'll fucking do 200 pools myself um now that we will i think we're kind of getting to that point and you can you can make the argument 200 pools is probably past that point um you know there's going to come that point where i physically cannot do all of the pools myself and that's kind of like a like most of the things um, in this journey is that's kind of scary to think about but you know most of the things are scary to think about like buying a route from somebody you don't know that's super scary that guy could be you know potentially rip you off and then what are you really going to do like are you really going to you know file a lawsuit spend 20 grand just to get you know a lawsuit that you might win you might lose but even if you win you're going to be bankrupt like you know there's a, there's a lot of risk in this game and a lot of the things that we do in this game are very scary but um, you just kind of have to go for it. And uh, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. This, this is the end of this one. Uh, thank you so much for listening. It feels good to be back in the saddle. It feels be good to be making that forward progress again. Um, we're going to conquer, guys. We're going to conquer. We're going to come out here. We're going to build this business. It's going to become a massive success. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to do everything in my power to get to 200 customers, then get to 250, then get to 300 customers, then 325, which is right around where we should be, in theory, at that half a million mar- uh, dollars a year in recurring revenue. That should be, in theory, enough for a real shop, not a shipping container on a gravel lot in the middle of nowhere. You know, a real shop, that should be enough for a real uh, office administrator who can answer the phones for me. That should be enough for a full team of pool cleaning killers. And I'm doing nothing but repairs, diagnostics, scheduling. uh, uh, scheduling those repairs, uh, and and growth and, and sales. And we're almost there. Almost there. I've got three, maybe three to five months. I think it's going to take me to get to that point. Three to five months. We're not going to move into a shop right away at three to five months because we're going to, you know, we'll, we'll finish out the lease at the place I'm at right now, but three to five months. That's all. That's really all I think it's going to take I'm gonna do everything in my power to get there in three to five months, uh, because basically, when we get there, that means I can end the year um, having accomplished what I set out to do, uh, having the bare bones of what I consider is a fully baked business, and I just can't wait, man. I'm just so I'm just so ready for this thing to hit that get to that next level where I can really start driving the ship, like steering the ship, you know, charting the course. I, you know, this whole time, I'm still out here in the field. I'm still out here grinding these pools with my guys. I'm still out here doing everything. And I'm not saying that that changes overnight. Um, but I'm still in the day to day so much so that it's sometimes it's, it's a real struggle to uh, work on the sort of directional stuff, work on the big moving the big rocks. And, and you know, there's a lot of high, high value things I could be doing like scaling the business, not growing the business, but scaling the business once I hit certain markers. Once we hit a million dollars a year in recurring, recurring revenue, growth cease and scaling starts. I mean, it won't cease. I mean, if we grow, we'll, we'll take new customers on, we'll have the infrastructure to be able to continuously grow, hopefully. And you know, at a million dollars a year recurring revenue, that should be roughly eighty-four thousand per month. Um, With our current churn rate and our current growth rate, uh, we still have tons of room for growth. Uh, You know, as long as I can kind of keep it on the rails and build the infrastructure, I think I can, um, and build the teams that I think I can, and I know that I can. um, We should still have plenty of room, just from a sheer growth perspective. Just rinse and repeat what we've been doing, all the way up to about three million. I think, I think, I'm not, you know, this is like pie in the sky stuff, I don't really know. But I think right around that, you know, we have up to about three million before the churn, sort of, you know, sort of we get that equilibrium and we can't really grow any further. But at a million, I'm not gonna focus on growth anymore. At a million, I'm gonna focus on scaling. Offering you know separate products to the same customer base. Offer you know start sending out uh, uh, you know email blasts you know trying to to show people the value of converting over to a variable speed pump. You know um, start selling salt cells at, at scale right or at a million you know at whatever that would be you know 650 roughly customers. Um, I think it'd be less. I think it'd be closer to about 500 customers. At 500 customers, start trying to sell salt cells to improve our, our bottom line and then lower our chemical costs and you know we make money on the front end on our salt cells, we'll make money on the back end on our salt on our salt sales so start w- focusing on efficiencies um, you know trim the fat then raise rates then and, and basically don't we won't need any more overhead we won't need any more gro- uh, you know things that come with growth like new trucks new employees new everything but we can just start building up that revenue number with the base that we've worked for the last three years, I'm assuming it's going to take about three, three and a half years to get there. For the last three and a half years to get there, we're going to just use that base, use that infrastructure that I've been spending this whole time building. But that's fun stuff to think about in the future. We'll talk more about that probably tomorrow because Friday, I usually dream big like that. But man, this is what, it ha- this is what happens when I start getting on, on that growth. Man, that growth is kind of like a drug. You, you, get, you get those sales and it's like, boom, we still got it. We, we can do this. We can do this. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming along for the ride. Um, I really appreciate it. If you've got anything you want to say or, or or any suggestions, anything you'd like me to talk about, anything you'd like me to stop talking about, uh, feel free to drop me a line. It's uh, Project Deep End is my Instagram handle. Feel free to reach out. And uh, until the next one, have a good rest of your day. Bye.